You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 11 of the MN Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. All right. Hey. I don't think I, don't think I screwed it up this week. Not yet. <laughs> I think we're going to have an episode. Not yet. It's so early in the episode. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's I feel like right. whenever we have a technical problem, it's on me. No. Technical problems happen. <laughs> they just happen. Oh, they're, you're very nice. There's very nobody nice. to blame for technical problems. It's very nice of you. It's very nice. I mean, in theory, we could blame our producer because he's involved. He's responsible yeah. for all the tech stuff. But Darun, what's up case, with that man? In this case, if anybody is legitimately not responsible for that, for the glitch, it's Darun. Yeah. You cannot blame him. <laughs> That's true because he's not even here. Yeah, cannot blame him. Can't he blame is not him really the, He's not. But he, he would be a good. He would be a stuff. decent scapegoat, though. Yeah, because he's not on the show, so we right. he can't defend himself. If, if that's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, man, I can't believe right. you fucked this one up. I can't <laughs> believe it. That's so screwed up, man. We would have had a great. That was a great episode last week, and then he, we just. He knows we're just playing. <laughs> I kid, I kid. So, uh, how was your hey, Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, the COVID COVID Thanksgiving. Yeah, how was it? It was uh, an intimate gathering of only my immediate family plus my brother. Oh, nice. It was so, mellow. That's cool. Nobody fought other than the usual children bickering with one another, <laughs> but there was no, there were no knockdown drag out fights. Oh, that's good. That's good. So that's a win-win. Yep. We, we had some good food. Um, everybody just, it was mellow, man. What about that's you? Cool. Hey, it was, it was really nice. We actually, um, don't shame me, but we actually traveled. No um, shame. We drove. I won't shame you. We drove on Tuesday evening. As long as you didn't drive on the Sabbath. No, no, no. no, no, Yeah, go on. I wouldn't do that. You know, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, of course. Um, We drove on Tuesday evening to my in-laws in Boston. Yeah. And and one of the reasons why we decided to do this is that, you know, the kids, other than their three weeks at uh, Camp Nanan and Camp Papa over the summer, they've really basically been in the house mostly with me. Yeah. Um, since March, you know, Lauren's that, that got is a, unfortunate for them. It is unfortunate. Lauren's got an important, uh, an important job, at least much more important than me, than mine. Well, and so she goes to the office, and they've been in the house basically with me. So if you're twelve so and a half and fifteen, and you know you have to do school online, and then the only other person within your vicinity is your is father, you, you. that's no good. So Mia said, hey, you think it would be cool if I went to Nana and Papa's for a week? <laughs> Please take me anywhere. <laughs> right, exactly. So Anywhere you know, but here. You got to think about you got to yeah. think about them. And I think she was really needed just a break and a change of scenery and stuff. Hey, so, remind me what town they live in? They live in Wayland, oh, Wayland which is a little west of yeah. about 20 minutes west of Boston, 20, 25 yeah. minutes west of Boston. Anyway, yeah. so they made, you know, like all the good Jews, they made the migration from Newton out, you know. Uh-huh. Anyway, so we grew up in Newton. No, 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 no. Her parents did. Yeah. Lauren, Lauren uh-huh. grew up in Wayland. Anyway, so yeah, so we're leaving Mia here, 
Nice. Are you and ever then... going to get her back or no? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I told say, you. Like, I was, you know, she could do all of her online classes from there for the next year or so. She'd probably be happy. Yeah. Your but I told you, I, be happy. I was messing with her the other day. I was telling her all the cool things I would have if I didn't have her. <laughs> she was like, rude. You're so sanity. rude. You'd have, san- you'd have sanity. <laughs> you'd have all of your hair. Yeah, you have yeah, all your hair. I have so. all my hair. So no, yeah. no, no. So we'll leave her here for a week and I'll come back next week and I'll grab her. You know, we'll, uh, you should keep her on her toes and just say like, you know. I should be back in a week. But maybe, <laughs> maybe I will. I will be. Be. But uh, you know what? Like her grand, it's not even. She'd be cool with that because her grandparents are going to dote on her, right? That's true. That's She's true. like undivided attention from her grandparents. That's like, that is not hard duty at all. Nah. She gets no hazard pay for that. So I don't think. I think she'll miss Lauren. I'm not sure she'll miss me. Probably she, not. She probably won't miss Maddie. Nah. But uh, so no. Anyway, so we came up here. It was, it was really or, fast. There was no one on the roads. Yeah. You know, all of this stuff they were saying on the road. It, was, it took us six and a half hours from D.C. to Boston, which is completely unheard of. Um, and we stopped for gas. Um, and it was just the six of us uh, Thanksgiving dinner. It was very nice, very mellow. No and, fighting? Uh, no, there was no fighting. Everything was pretty cool. Yeah, it's a um, lot better without the, uh, all the extended families. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, no that, you know, I don't want to say that out loud, but I guess I just did. But, um, <laughs> you know, there's no fighting no over who, you know, who's doing all the work, who's right, just showing right. up. Whose house you, is it at? Yeah, you don't do anything, and I did all the cooking, and you're just sitting right. on your ass. We did it at your house last year, why do we yeah, have to do it? Exactly. That, uh, right. One year. Exactly. One I'm not year, traveling this year. I traveled last year. One year, and it's got to be like more than 10 years ago. Yeah. My mom called me up. The day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And said, don't expect to come over here and just watch TV and then eat and then go back to watching TV and then leave. What's Thanksgiving for then? I'm like, excuse me, what? (laughs) That is Thanksgiving. Exactly. I'm like, listen, if you invite me for Thanksgiving and you don't give me direct orders or requests to like make stuff. I'm assuming that I'm coming over to eat dinner and and watch out TV and hang right. out. Right, right. So I don't think she liked my response very the, much. But the best, um, the best Thanksgivings we ever had were when we lived in the city, and my aunt, who lives uh, on 74th and Amsterdam, was hosting because uh-huh. we would just lollygag yeah, across the park. Show it was up. amazing. You right, show up and eat. Right, and like it's great. you know, in the I'll stroller see. with Maddie. This is the best commute to a Thanksgiving dinner. Ever. I'll tell you, we broke, we cracked the code on Thanksgiving a couple of years ago. Tell me, tell me. We used to spend like two days cooking. Yeah. You know, like everybody else. Oh, I know what you're going to tell me. Yeah, I know what you're going to tell me. This I've is told amazing. You this before. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell our legions uh, of yeah. listeners. And we just, we, we started getting our dinner catered by this really great uh, soul food restaurant in Harlem. Amazing. Called, called Amy Ruth's. That it's just fantastic every I'm year. I'm coming to Thanksgiving next year. The food is great. This year, I think, was even better than in previous years. Right. There's no fuss, no muss. It's you know, actually reasonably priced. Right. People like going out to dinner for Thanksgiving. Some of my, we, some, some of my people do that. We did, we did that the year that my arm was shattered. 
and everybody came to us, but there was no cooking. I mean, I was like, I had been immobilized for like the five weeks before. Um, I had just, I think I had just right before Thanksgiving, just started my first physical therapy, which as you know, went on for eight months. Um, and so my sister and her kids and my mom came and, but the, you know, there was no way that Lauren could cook anything. And I think my mom, we dissuaded my mom and sister from cooking and we went out and it was really, really nice. Yeah. I have some the friends food who was good. restaurant all like every Thanksgiving, that's their tradition. And that's cool. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure that we were in Maryland that year for Thanksgiving because didn't we come to you guys the following day? Maybe, maybe. That may, may have been, been. yeah. Maybe. Anyway, I find that Amy Ruth's does the best Thanksgiving. Does the best. And and you know what? There's no stress. Right. Right, just, right, 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 yeah. And, and, you know, we like it. We don't, it's all good. It's all good. Right. That's how we what, crack the code on Thanksgiving. What bums me out is the endless Thanksgiving leftovers. Uh, after, this, after Friday, turkey's no good. Uh, no good, man. If I eat a turkey sandwich for lunch on no. Sunday of Thanksgiving uh, weekend, I am just bummed out. No, because yo. the turkey, again, the, the, the dirty secret of Thanksgiving it's, is turkey is Turkey that sucks. Good. Yeah. Turkey's not that good. My Did research you, associate's family makes lamb. I was like, nice. I'm going there for Thanksgiving. I'm going there next year, too. Uh, totally awesome turkey if it's done well like fine one meal right. i can i can deal with it but after that like the drop-off is significant uh, every I need day like, just a little bit more gnarly than the day before seriously i need like a slice of pizza yeah seriously. none of that none of that leftover turkey seriously crap, but, it's know. so funny you say that because like the minute Thanksgiving dinner ends, like I start thinking like pizza, That's, <laughs> right? Like I just want pizza. I remember years where like it was Saturday night we're visiting my parents. I'm like, no, we are going out for yeah. Italian food. Yeah, because there's of course, only so much of this you could take. But right. on the other hand, you have so much leftover uh, that you feel guilty. Meanwhile, there's no going out to any restaurant, man. No, you can do takeout. Though. I know. I you know. can still do take a. It's been a weird year, man. Oh. It's been a weird year. But Dude. I feel I feel like, you know, with the vaccine on its way, like right. we're gonna we're gonna make it. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get to the end of this and it won't look totally normal, but it'll look a lot closer to normal than it I is know. right I now. Think, I mean, I'm I'm guessing like all the vaccine timelines are kinda off. So like when they say the general you know, the American public can start getting it in like May and June. I'm thinking like October no, that I'll be able people, to get it. I think people are going to get it before then. You think? You think yeah. I'll be able to get it in the spring? I do. Oh my God. I'm going to run I naked do. through the streets once they give me don't, the vaccine. Don't do that. Seriously, dude. No, I'm like, I, I had a conversation with my boss. I had my mid year review and he's like, how you doing? You know, you, you doing okay. I was like, look, I'm productive at home. It's yeah. totally fine. And whatever I said, but you know me, I like, I actually like going to the office. I want to go back to the office. And he said, it's so funny. He's like, I've got, I've got fellows who, if they never go back to the office, they'll be yeah. happy as I'll get out. And he's like, yeah. and then I have social animals like you who are just like dying to get back to the office. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. It's funny. I think Talia would be very happy never going back to school and just doing the remote learning for the rest yeah. of her what about career. What about your Mia? Uh, no, she needs to go back to school. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah. I need to go back to the office. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Like, I, I actually have a closet full of suits, and I'm like, 
I could wear that suit. I don't like, you know, in the last few months working at home, yeah. I, don't, I don't work in sweatpants and a t-shirt. I feel like it's too bummy. I don't put on a suit, but I put on pants and a shirt, and I put on shoes. And I work. Yeah. It's like, because well, we I just think it's like. in our house, so. Oh, right. That's right. Shoes. You got the, the shoes off in the hallway. That's I'm right. I'm still wearing my Adidas sweatpants every day and a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm not, you know what? I need to be comfortable. Even if I am going to work, I need to be comfortable. Yeah, still, I don't feel like I'm part of the world. I'm not part of the world, and I don't care. And you know, like, also, like, when I, before COVID, I was going to the office and I had to shave every day. I was like, fuck, I got to shave. Man. Now I'm like, oh, I really, I really want to shave. I shave Just because I feel two, like I'm in a cave. I shave every two or three days now. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but your like, two or three days is like my hour. And you know what? My two or three days. <laughs> I mean, I can grow a beard normal, in a day. Yeah, but compared to a normal person, my two or three days is like shaggy. But you know, you've got <laughs> the chia pet on your face. <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, no, but I, you know what? So I'll walk around a little scruffier than usual. Right. It's funny. My late father-in-law, uh, who you yeah. knew, who you knew well. Yes. You could never get away with not shaving in front of him, not even for a day. Really? Like, like when you went to go visit? No, even, could... they, even they would come here, like on a weekend. If really? If one day I wouldn't shave, he would look at me and say, well, Gillette's not making any money off of you. <laughs> wow, Professor Sakhar. Yeah, he was... All uh, over you. Yeah, he was... Yeah, that doesn't it, fly around here. If My father-in-law says something to me, I'm like, whatever. Well, I, I mean, I just sort of was, would ignore it, but if there was... He had no unexpressed thoughts. <laughs> I remember when I first met... I was, it wasn't the first time I met Lauren. It was actually the weekend I asked Lauren to marry me, and we were at my in-law's place uh, on Martha's Vineyard. It was probably the night or two before I asked her to marry me, and I came to the dinner table, and I was wearing a baseball cap. Yeah. We were at the beach, you know, like whatever, lobster, so on and so forth. And I sit down, and, and Lauren's dad's like, um, Stephen, can you take your baseball hat off? Really? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Now... Yeah. Now I'd go to oh, come d- dinner a baseball cap. Now or, they're just happy you're wearing pants. It, right, a tank top, sweaty. I don't care. Yeah. Michelle and I years ago. This had to have been in the late '90s, so may, before kids. Maybe she was pregnant with uh-huh. Jordan. We uh-huh. were in Israel, uh-huh. and we went to the Tel Aviv Museum. Like okay. you know. And we ended up running the one on in, the, the one on the campus of Tel Aviv University. No, 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 no. That's oh. uh, that's the diaspora museum. Oh, okay. This yeah. is like the Tel Aviv Museum of Art. And oh, the like art up, museum. Okay. And we ended up running into my old boss, the um, the former ambassador of Israel to the UN, Gad okay. Yaakobi, uh-huh. who was an older, you know, really gruff dude. Yeah. And you know, like we, you know, I, I didn't plan to see him, but I hadn't right. seen him in a while. Right. And, you know, after the initial exchange of pleasantries, he looks at me and he goes, you really need to shave, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Screw you, man. I don't even work for you anymore. I know, sir, you're not my real dad. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, yeah, you should shave. Like, wow. Damn. Why are you so, like, why, why? Just let me be. No, but it was, I, I kind of felt like, Oh, he actually cares about me. That was <laughs> the first nice. time I felt like he cared about me. <laughs> That's this. My the late great Michael Cook was always very bummy on the weekends. Oh really? He would, so he oh yeah. Shit he had these. The oh shit. no, not on the weekends because yeah. he, he wore a suit every day. His yeah. best when he was going to court, whatever. But he had these like green gym shorts from like the year one. 
Nice. <laughs> like, and they had, the, you know, those green, they were just like fabric and they had like the white piping down the side. They were green gym shorts and he had this, <laughs> and he had this Tufts, three quarters, like a baseball shirt from Tufts with like a, an elephant on it on the, on the, on the breast. They got from Julie like the day she got into uh-huh. the day she got into college, so like in nineteen eighty, like December nineteen eighty one or something. Hey, don't out her being how old she is. And <laughs> this is what this was his weekend outfit. Nice. No matter the season, no matter how threadbare the gym shorts or the t shirt, this is what he wore. I actually have a picture of him on my nightstand, and he's it, it is like the quintessential Michael Cook. He's got the he's got the New York Times in one hand. Yeah. A bagel with cream cheese in the other there hand. Go. He's got this shit-eating look. He's looking at the camera, and he's wearing that Tufts t-shirt. t-shirt. Yeah, I'm sure he was wearing the green gym shorts, too. He used to drive my mother apeshit. Well, as you, know, as you know, my late father-in-law was a very formal man. Yes, And very now that formal. we're talking about Thanksgiving, every year when they would come here, he would ask the same question. And what is the attire? Should I be wearing a, ja- a jacket? I'm like, a jacket? I'm surprised he didn't just show up in a jacket. He usually would. And a and tie. I'm like, not the tie. Well, yeah, a tie too. Even I remember going be- to brunch to, at his house. He wasn't wearing a tie, but he was definitely wearing a jacket. Yeah, he was a formal dude. And it was yeah. just like, he's like, should we wear a jacket, a blazer? I'm like, no, we're sitting in my apartment. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, obviously he was from a different time. Right. But right. still, like, I mean, if he saw me on a daily basis From, like, the now, mid-1900s. <laughs> that's when he was from. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I think it was the mid-1800s. But that's no, no, no. Didn't you send me the photos of him? No. He was a Confederate general? Yeah, or that was, was he... the mid-1800s. Uh, that was the 19th century. Right. Yes, he was yeah. a Confederate general. <laughs> but um, if he saw me sitting around the house or, you know, in my office in my Adidas track pants and yeah. a T-shirt, unshaved yeah. for two days. He would, like... Flip He'd out. Not be happy. I'd be like COVID, man. It's COVID, and he, right. you know, he wouldn't be happy. Well, Gillette's uh, not making any money off of you. And neither what Brooks Brothers. What, what if you're? What if you needed a haircut? Would he be like all over you about that? Yeah, he once commented to me. To me, he's like, you know, as long as I've known you, you've only had one hairstyle. <laughs> I'm like, what Thanks the for fuck noticing, does, Like, what the fuck does that mean? That's so funny. <laughs> It's like he's thinking, like, what can I say to insult him? <laughs> I don't really have much, but let me go with this one. I'm going to go with the hairstyle. Nah, my father-in-law wouldn't. I don't even think he'd notice my hairstyle. I'm surprised. Except when I'm wearing a baseball cap at the dinner table, which I now, mean, if he said that to me, I'd be like, so? Do you notice <laughs> any man's hairstyle? No. no. Well, only when they're like, only when I like suddenly wake up, I'm like, Wow, that dude lost all his hair. All right, that's but not the same thing. As that's not like, the oh, same thing. You like, used wow. to have a part on the left side, and now it's down the middle. <laughs> no, like, I wouldn't who know. Who says that? No, I wouldn't When was know. the last time you even parted your hair? You were like 13? Oh, no, last spring. Because <laughs> my hair, hair was getting so long, and I was like, maybe it'll be easier to deal with if I made a part, part in the middle. Do people and still feathered do parts? It. Uh, like back in the 80s? Back in the feathered my hair. Um, I don't know. Do they? I don't, know. I don't notice. Who do I, I look know. at? I look at my kids and Lauren. Exactly. But you know what? When you'll have a son-in-law, you'll be like, huh, quite interesting huh. Uh, head of hair yeah. you got there. Yeah. You think I shave? You going <laughs> to shave? You think you're going to Hey, don't wear that baseball cap at my <laughs> dinner table. Exactly. <laughs> fuck do you think you are? That'll be, oh my God. That'll be awful. awful. That, that's going to be one hell of an amen corner episode after yeah. I tell my soon-to-be son-in-law to take his baseball cap off at my dinner table. <laughs> fucking guy 
Who does he think he is? Damn. You no. Know, yeah, that's not going to be a good. I'm no way, way, man. Screw I, that I guy. Mean, how do you think you're going to react when when <laughs> one of your daughters brings home like a, Poorly. a serious boyfriend? Poorly. It's not the yeah. It won't be good. It's not the same. It's not going like, to be good. I mean, it's definitely look, not going to be good. You know, when Jordan brought his girlfriend home, it's like, you know, it's fine. He's a boy. Right, right, right. Like, right. yeah, she's nice, whatever. But I could only imagine, like, him going to her parents' house yeah. the first time and then being like, what the I hell know. does this kid want with my dog? Seriously, I, I actually have thought about that. Like, then, the fr- I remember the first time I met my in laws, like, you know, I could tell they were giving me the once over. I was frightened to meet Howard for the first time. <laughs> I would have been. For good reason. <laughs> I know, was just like, you know. After I, after I put on a show. I was like super charming and super polite, whatever. You know, yeah, I was too. Pull the wool over their eyes a little bit. I wasn't, um, I was too nervous to be super charming. I was, of course, <laughs> super polite. But I was super scared because I had heard stories about him already. And I'm like, this isn't going to go well. And right. after we met them, Michelle and I went to a movie because yeah. I needed to decompress. So we, ended up, <laughs> we, we ended up seeing um, Billy Madison. The, oh, that the, was good uh, Adam, The Adam Sandler movie. And I just, yeah, it's ridiculous. And I just laughed my ass off for 90 minutes and forgot about <laughs> yeah. the incident that occurred before. Dude, yeah. dude, that's what you need. You need like something as stupid as, as Adam Sandler. So I can imagine though that meeting uh, Professor Sachar and your mother in law the first time must be must have been like oh I crazy. Mean, I was in my mid twenties. I was in graduate school, and I thought he is going to look at me and say, "What a fucking joker! What yeah. a fucking lightweight joker!" <laughs> Because, of course, I was a lightweight joker, and I still am a lightweight joker. And I'm like, okay, he is just How many like, people do... What? Do people have the reaction that I had when you when I found out who your father-in-law was? No, because most people aren't academics, so they don't uh, know exactly, him, right? Right, right? You see, you had... Because then I told people. Like, yeah. I, I told, well, like, I told my... Well, and I also, like, I told my dissertation supervisor, who you know, I graduated by that time, man. and I was like, hey, check this out. Howard yeah. Sackler. He's like, oh my God, Howard Sackler. Wow. Yeah, because you're an academic. But he's if like, you're oh, outside he's so of nice academia, right, if, right? You wouldn't know who he is necessarily unless right. you read some of his books. Right. But um, he was an intimidating guy. He really yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. But he did definitely. love his grandchildren. So. Yeah, that's uh, the most important thing, right? That's really all. All you got. That's all we have. And I guess we think about these things now more at Thanksgiving, especially as right. our in-laws and our parents get older and pass on. And right. This year my mom was – this year was terrible. My mom was yeah. alone. She was She didn't herself. go to my sister's. No, what happened was yesterday on, on, on the Friday of Thanksgiving, her best friend's daughter and her husband and her children, along with my sister and nephews, came to my mom's house and uh-huh. sat in the backyard. My mom's best friend of 46 years who died very suddenly in 1999 and whatever. And so, like, you know, they're like family. Um, yeah. And so they came in. But my mom, no, I don't even, I don't even, I spoke to her earlier. I don't remember even, like, <laughs> what she had for dinner on Thanksgiving. So but weird. it was very nice. Yeah. They, she said it was a very nice day. All right. Whatever. As as but, you know, this, it's, this, but the COVID thing, it's just been devastating, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It just, whatever. 
it's a tough year. Yeah, I'm really, I'm, I, I, I can't tell you it. I, you know, next year, if I, if, if I have to travel for Thanksgiving, I'm not going to bitch, you know, like I traveled this year, but it was, you know, it's tense. It's like, oh my God, we have to stop, you know, let's make sure we, you know, double mask or wear, yeah. you know, and wash yeah. hands and like in and out as fast as we possibly can. Like, not that I want to hang out at a rest stop in the Jersey Turnpike, but just like everything takes, everything as everything is a little more stressful than right. it's been in the past. Yeah, it just well, it knocks the shit out of you. Yeah, well, you don't know who was there before you. Right. Apparently, the worst place for the spread of this, one of the worst places is a public restroom. Oh, really? Great. Now I'm going to hold it in all the way back from Well, if you, if you pee, you'll be all right. Right. Just don't use a urinal and not a stall. Let's just... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Never, never a stall. Ever. Leave it at that. Yeah. Um, the, um... But... It's just, like I said, everything is just taking, I don't know, the, the, the emotional and mental toll of all of this yeah, is just enormous. incredible. Well, that's what, I mean, conservatives have been yelling about this for months, about that we shouldn't be in lockdown because of the mental strain that this is right. taking on everyone. And there is truth to there that. There is truth to that, yeah, absolutely. And, and it's certainly, this is not helping people who already have underlying right. issues. And right. it's not helping any of our kids who need and to help. get out and back into the world and want to be in well, school. Well, I mean, this is why Mia needed, she needs like a, a change of scenery, right? Right. Just, Look, it's not easy. Um, and, you know, a couple of weeks ago, the uh, the rate of infection in New York State went up over three percent. Right, and that was the threshold for and they shutting the schools. The schools. Right, right. Um, and that's tough because the the actual data shows that schools are not the places where this right. is being spread. Right, and meanwhile, my kids haven't even been in school. Yeah, and we've been we were yeah. like hovering during the good days. We were hovering at like two point five percent, but yeah. Maryland just gone. Maryland's like the rest of the country now. You know, so. <clears throat> It's Whatever. just hard. It's hard for everybody. I, you know, the kids eventually will get their footing back, but this has been developmentally, it's not good for anybody. No, it's no. not. And I think about like my niece, who's a freshman in college this year, and her yeah. senior year in high school got destroyed. Her freshman and year her freshman in college year, right. is like, destroyed. And, you know, it's tough. Right. It's really thinking, hard for them. I was thinking, I could tell me if this is crazy, but I could kind of pardon the metaphor, like kill two birds with one stone. Like I'm, I'm feeling like the walls are closing in on me. So maybe I should do some retail therapy. So if I buy shit that I want, that I don't necessarily need, but I want, and I'm also helping right. some, the guy who made it, the guy who packed it, the guy, you know, all those people in that whole, both the supply chain and then the logistics chain, I'm helping them have jobs from, by doing are you, it. Are you buying from Amazon? No, I wouldn't. I, would, okay. I mean, I, ha, I do buy from Amazon. No, but no, I, but in this But the, in this the scenario, items I'm looking at are in not. This scenario. At, in this scenario, no. Yeah. Not so, then, so then, yes, I'm, I'm in favor. <sighs> you know that they say yeah. that Jeff Bezos, with the amount yeah. of money that he has made since the beginning of the pandemic, right. could pay every one of his employees $105,000. What? He's made Holy like shit. sixty-six to seventy billion. He billion. personally, he or the company? Person, no, Jeff Bezos personally. Holy shit! Since the pandemic started, 
Dude, think about this. He started out selling books online. Yeah. He knew. He always had this plan. Though. Right, it I know. Wasn't, I know like, I know. books was right. the, the trend. And then he was like, oh, basically. let me sell lawn furniture and microwaves and all that and, shit. Yeah. You know, he's It didn't just making, come to him like that. He, but it's convenient for lots of people. You there know? was a... There's, did you see the thing in the Times today? Amazon's hiring like 1,400 people a minute or something. No, I, I didn't see the paper. Oh, no, no, no. Like they're hiring like crazy. For, for combination COVID and the holiday season. So they're, they're, they're just loading up on staff. But the question is, what happens in March? What happens when there's a vaccine and people are going to be like, fuck it, I'm going to a store. Hey, like, man, there won't be a lot of stores left. You know, I, I think, right. yeah, like, let's not forget, this right. is world domination. Well, one of, the, one of the retail therapy things that I was going to do is I was going to buy something from the guy that I buy my suits from, who's a uh-huh. small businessman. He's a tailor, and he calls himself a designer or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, he has really nice clothes. I, all my, my suits from him. He also has casual clothing. Like, I want to make sure that he's in business. I'm not sure my buying a sweater from him in the next few weeks is going to be the thing that makes or breaks him. But, but still, right? I don't know. I, I, like, want, I feel like I need to do if, something. If everybody who's his customer thinks like you, then yes, that sweater will help keep him in business. In fact, at the beginning of the pandemic, he told me he heard from a lot of regular customers who asked him for gift cards, which warmed his heart because, you know, yeah. he provides, like, you know, is a different suit. And if it's someone like me and you have to wear a suit, it's a different suit buying experience going to this guy than it is to like wandering into Nordstrom where sure. maybe someone will pay attention to you and maybe not. Or the men's um, warehouse. Right. I think the men's warehouse went under. No, no, no. You know, it, uh, um, oh, they filed it was Joseph A. Bank, which got bought by men's warehouse that went yeah. under. Are you but sure? That, like when I got out of grad school and I had no money, that's where I bought, that's where I bought suits. Yeah. Because you can get like three suits for 600 bucks at, at Joseph A. Bank and they'll throw one in free too. So you all of a sudden had all the suits I needed, right? It was right such now. shit. It was disgusting. Yeah, I anyway. mean, but whatever. But, if you don't really but like need it. my, my, you know, when I'm feeling like I'm losing it because the walls are closing in on me, I feel like, well, maybe I should make myself happy with something and keep someone in business too. I have nothing I want to buy right now. <laughs> Seriously. I could come up with some stuff. You know, I've been reading a lot more. So I've been I keep looking at books. skis. It's not like I don't have two pairs already. No, I've, been, I've just been reading. This is my latest book oh, that I'm reading. The what Obama, are you reading? The Obama Memoir. Oh, how is it? I'm only about 60 pages in, but he's such a great writer. You I mean, have, you really have like 850 good. to go. Yeah, but he's a really good writer. I just finished a 900-page book. I read it in like three days. Yeah. Um, Battle yeah, Cry Freedom yeah, you by James McPherson. The, yeah, you Unbelievable. Yeah, Unbelievable. This, uh, Barack Obama. Best Civil War book I've ever read. It's funny. I, in the first two pages of this book, yeah. I already thought, oh my God, how did we replace <laughs> this man with somebody with no inner life? Like, even the first two pages, you can see what a deep but, thinker he is, what a rich writer he is. I mean, okay, so I'll, I'll tell you, this was all, it was all easily predictable. Yeah. My, I was talking to my mom earlier. Yeah. And she said, go back, go back in time and watch the first Borat movie. Yeah. And it's all abundantly clear that Trumpism would be Was there. A, a powerful I, force. It's right? so funny that you say that because I had this exact same conversation with a friend of mine yesterday. Uh-huh. 
when he started talking about Borat 2, I'm like, go back and watch Borat 1 again and go right. where he travels through the country and meets right. people right. and talks exactly. to people. And you will see that all of this was there. All of it was there. It's always been there, though. Well, and it, in fact, in the, the striking parallels between the South during before yeah. and during the Civil War and some of the political pathologies that we're dealing with now, it's never gone away. It's never gone, it's never away. gone away. That's exactly the denial of re- I'm not just talking about racism and stuff like that. I'm, I'm the, the denial of reality is something that um, is there. The, the, the lust for authoritarianism still there. Um, Again, uh, the, 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 the turning logic on its head um, was, was still remains yeah. powerful just and like it was the, during the, that the hypocrisy. Right, right. Right. But but again, you and I have talked about this many times on this podcast. Yeah. That for large swaths of this country, they're no different than, you know, yeah. fundamentalists in in yeah. Turkey or in yeah. Egypt yeah. or in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You know, if they if if you said that this is how Muslims think, then people in this country would be like, no, they're terrorists. But they're thinking the exact right. same way that fundamentalists of all stripes think. That's... Right? Exi- that's, yeah. that's That's exactly what this is. So we need to come to terms with the fact that we have a large percentage of this country's population that is fundamentalist and unreachable with logic and facts. They're unreachable. Yep. The sooner we accept that, the better off we're going to be. <laughs> the better off personally. Yes. Well, Not I mean, better off the country. Well, both, because then we can start to shape policies around that. We're going to have to work around them for the rest of our lives, basically. Well, I, I, I don't know if you can isolate... I'm not saying isolate them. I'm but saying working we, have to, around. we have to make policies that work for the, for the majority of us. Right, and, we, right. and we cannot... Always say, well, no, we need to understand them. Yeah, how, yeah, about, yeah. how about putting the shoe on the other foot for a change and telling them that they need to understand I, us? I, I agree with you. I've been, t- I've been saying this for days. Like, okay, so, you know, after 2016, there was all this soul searching. Oh, we yep. need to understand what these yep. people... Are, are, is that soul searching going on on the other side? No. It, it never no, does. No, never they're does. not the ones who have to search their souls. Right. We are the ones. It's right. always on us to understand them. They now need to try to understand us. I don't see that happening. Uh, no way. No That's way. never happened because we're not the real Americans. All right, we've, we've, we've exhausted right. that line of, of yeah. uh, argument a long time ago. Anyway. All right, everybody. I think that's all for this episode. I hope and, everybody uh, had a happy Thanksgiving despite everything. Yeah, and we'll see everybody again next week. Be well. Bye.